It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. We are so glad that you joined us for this podcast. We believe that this is going to be a great February. We're starting the year off right, and we know that God's got blessings in store for you. Yeah, and it's so awesome that you join us, and we just speak blessings over you and your family. Get ready for a a blessed 2024. Enjoy the message. You know, the Scripture talks a lot about the words that come out of our mouth. And so I want to encourage us with this simple truth to have faith-filled words. It's a simple truth, but it has a profound effect on our life. The words that come out of our mouth can guide our life. The words that can come out of our mouth can change our life and lead us in different directions, depending on what's coming out of our mouth. The book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. And it's the wisdom of God, and it teaches us how to live our life. It guides us in this journey through life so that we can take hold of this wisdom, apply it, and it will direct us. It will get us to where we need to be. If we will apply this wisdom, it will direct us to miracles. It'll direct us to the things of God. You know, the Bible talks about the tongue. It says it in James. It says the tongue is a very small part of the body. It says, but with one spark, just like a forest fire can begin, with one word, you can spark a forest fire in your own life. It also compares the tongue to a rudder of a big ship. Now, the rudder of a big ship is a very small part of the ship. And even though the winds come against that ship and the ship has to go through raging waters, do you know that whichever way the rudder turns, it can change the direction of that entire huge ship? It's all about the pilot and how he directs the rudder is where the ship goes. Can I encourage us to be the pilot of our tongues, to speak words of faith, to release them in the atmosphere so that our words will lead us and guide us to the place we want to go. I was talking to a woman the other day and she was talking about her beautiful daughter. She loves her daughter so much, but she was talking about her daughter having this job and the job was not recognizing the talents that her daughter had. In fact, she was feeling like her daughter wasn't getting the breaks that she deserved. And there were other people she felt less talented than her daughter that were stepping up and getting all the good breaks, getting the opportunities. And it was just breaking her heart. She was so frustrated. She was going on and on telling me how if this doesn't change, this is what's going to happen. She's going to look up. She's going to pass her time to do what she wants to do. She began painting this picture of her daughter's life. And it was a picture of defeat. I stood there and I was depressed. I thought, oh no, is this what's going to happen to her daughter? 
And then I realized, oh my gosh, this woman is convincing me. She's getting me upset and depressed. And I looked at her and I said, is that what you want for your daughter? And she said, of course, that's not what I want for you, my daughter. And I said, then quit prophesying her future. She was allowing fear and those words to fuel this scenario of failure. Listen, if she was convincing me, what were those words going to do in her daughter's life? You see, we can either let our words of faith fuel our faith, or we can let fear fuel our defeat. See, it's up to us. We are the pilot behind our tongue. We can turn our life in the direction that we point. So I wanna encourage us all today to release your words of faith. Listen, the pressures of life are real. And it's in those times that we need to be aware of what we're speaking. The psalmist David prayed this prayer in Psalm 141. He said, set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep a watch over my lips. You see, David was in a very pressured situation. He was in a cave. The enemies were all around him. They were coming in on him. They were going to defeat him. And his prayer was this, God, set a guard over my mouth. Keep watch over my lips. You see, in the pressure of life, he was very well aware of what he was saying. Listen, I hope this has as much an impact on you as it has on me. Because I realize as David continued in that Psalm, he said, Lord, I don't want to give in to their evils. I don't want to say what they're saying. I don't want to eat the delicacies of my lips. Keep me, Father. Keep me separated. Keep me looking up to you. You know, sometimes you don't know what to say. So don't say anything. Just pray, 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 pray God. Help me, help me God. You know, sometimes when I don't know what to say and my mind is swirling, I just begin to praise. I begin to just thank him and praise him. The songs that we sing here every week, I begin to sing those songs. You see, I've learned them here. I've got them in my heart so they can come out of my mouth. We've got to praise our way to victory. We've got to release words of faith. We don't want to eat the fruit of our lips. We want to direct our life around the evil, through the storms, and straight to Jesus. Straight to Jesus. There's a story in Mark 25. It's about the woman who was bleeding in her body for 12 long years. She had been to many doctors. She'd done everything she could. She spent all of her money. She wasn't getting better. She was only getting worse. She was frail, she was weak. But I love what it says in Mark 25. It says one day she heard Jesus was coming to town and she said to herself, if I can only touch him, I'll be healed. One version says she kept saying to herself, if I can only touch him, I'll be healed. Do you see those words of faith that she was releasing out of her mouth? I believe it's what gave her the power that day to get out of her home, push through the crowded streets 
to find her way to Jesus. You see, she was frail, she was weak, she had tried everything. But when she began to release these words of faith, if I can only touch him, if I can only touch him, it changed her body. It literally, her spirit gave life to her body so she could get up, get out of her house and begin to pursue her faith. Her faith that day, she found herself at the feet of Jesus. I can see her now. I can see her now pushing through. If I can only get to him, if I can only get to him. She came up behind him. She gave one last, if I can only get to him. She stretched out her hand and touched the hem of his robe. That's all she could reach was the hem of his robe before he took the next step. And immediately she knew her life was changed. Very interesting. Jesus looked at his disciples and said, who touched me? They said, there's so many people around us, Lord. Everybody's crowding around us. And Jesus turned around and he looked at that woman. He saw her faith. He saw the words coming out of her mouth. He saw how she got to him. He said, woman, you are healed. Do you see how those words led her to her miracle? Those words changed the course of her life. See, the interesting thing is that she not only had to fight through the crowd with those words, but she had to fight through the crowd in her mind, the crowded thoughts that were trying to tell her, just stay here, you've tried everything. The opinions of her family and friend and said, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. You're just gonna have to die. You see, she had crowded thoughts in her mind, but because of her words of faith, she changed her thoughts. Do you know your words can reinforce your thoughts? If you are down and you're discouraged and you speak down in discouraged words, words like I'm never gonna make it, this is never gonna change. Do you know that it reinforces those thoughts? But when you begin to speak faith-filled words, you begin to get the word of God in your mouth and you begin to speak it, it will change your thoughts. It will line you up and set you in the right direction for your life. Your life, your words have life and death in them. Do you know God spoke to the darkness and the void of this world and he brought light and life to this world. He spoke it into existence. Just like that woman prophesied her life when she said, if I can only touch him, I'll be healed. You see, she prophesied with her words. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. I wanna encourage every one of us to take the words of God, to take your faith-filled words and begin to declare your victory. You see, it doesn't matter about the winds that are coming against you. It doesn't matter the storms. You can pass through those storms and get on the course to victory. You can get on the course to your miracle today. Your words will lead you beside still waters. They will guide you in the paths of righteousness. They will set your feet upon a rock. Your words will direct you to the very garment of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Breathtaking. That's what you feel when you look out at majestic mountain peaks. 
Yes, God's creation truly is a masterpiece. But even as you consider His handiwork, you might also feel less than, not good enough, or not valuable. The image before you is incredible, but the confidence inside is lacking. How do you overcome this? The opinion you have of yourself is your most important opinion. Too often, we see ourselves as ordinary, not talented, unattractive. That wrong self-image is setting the limits for our life. The key is to get in agreement with who God says you are. He calls you a masterpiece, strong, talented, valuable. If you'll have the right image of yourself, you'll rise higher and become who you were created to be. We have a new resource that will help you do just that. It's called You Are a Masterpiece. It's filled with inspiration and encouragement that will remind you who you really are. Gifted, chosen, approved. It will help you get rid of the wrong self-image and start seeing yourself as the masterpiece God created you to be. As our thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry this month, we want to send you Joel's inspiring new book, You Are a Masterpiece. God made you unique with a divine purpose and a bright future. As these truths sink down in your spirit, the majesty of God's glory will arise within you. Yes, God has breathed His life into you. He approved you, equipped you, empowered you. Stop believing the lies about you and start hearing what God says about you. Thanks so much for being a part of the ministry. Victoria and I pray for you and your family every day, believing it's going to be a favor-filled 2024. We appreciate your prayer and support. Your generosity is impacting people around the world. Remember, you can watch the services live online Sunday mornings, see all the music and ministry, download our daily podcast. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Be sure to request your copy of The You Are a Masterpiece today. Visit joelosteen.com. Time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.